The following program contains material that may be disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, welcome to Corner on the Macabre. I'm Kelly Reed and I'm going first today. Yep, yep. And I am Katie Adkins and that, I think it's the first time you've done the intro and yep. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Look Uh-oh. at you go. Today's topic... Is gonna be well. We titled it "Gruesome Greeks," but it's Greek mythology. Yeah, we just like the alliteration, trying to keep up that mm-hmm. vibe. I mean, mine are pretty gruesome, so all of it has to be violent. There's just they're just no violent. The Greeks are they were a violent people. Yeah, well, at um, least their mythology fucking was. That's for sure. I mean, I imagine their mythology had to have been based off of probably how violent they were as a people. If the if the gods and goddesses they're worshipping are as, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, though, they didn't have CW, so they kind of had to make their own. But you know what? I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> they're I like, this fully... is going to be our entertainment. I mean, it is entertaining. I, I've always said that if that was, like, a religion that was still in play... It would be mine. Okay, so funny thing about that is I grew up Greek Orthodox. You could call it like Eastern Orthodox or whatever. Uh, but yeah, ours. we specifically went to the Greek church with the Greek community and Greek people. So we were Greek Orthodox growing up. And when you tell people that when you're like seven, they assume that you worship Zeus and that you actually do Greek mythology and stuff because little kids are stupid and they, like, don't know. And they're just like, that's exciting. They don't know various, like, religious sects, so they're just like, oh, cool, so you worship, like, gods and goddesses? And I just kind of be like, no. And after a while, I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. Like, this, yeah, this is it. Hell yeah, this, this I is wish. What I, this is what I worship, like, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, I read, like, a ton of mythology and stuff because I want to know as much about it as possible. In my, in my mind, I was like, this really to me mm-hmm. it, it does it but I yeah. thought it did at the time <laughs> so close enough like, like who doesn't want drama in their god world right rather than like just oh there's, I mean there's god and then there's satan and they don't like each other and one's good and one's bad like that's the most boring shit I mean there ever there was drama in the Bible, just they don't like to, they don't tell it in a fun way like they could. No, it's, it gets real boring. I remember when I had a Bible for kids. Oh, no. And they tried to, like, you know, relate to me. Oh, no. In a way. Like the details? And I think it was, like, God, I could still, like, picture it in my head. It was, like, the Bible, but it had a face on it, and it was, like, yeah, it was the most ridiculous thing, but it did work, because I did start reading, and I was like, this looks stupid as fuck, like, and I started reading through it, and they had took it and tried to make it more interesting, and I'm like, no, even even now, it's still so boring, I just I cannot. I grew up, like, I can't really say that religion, it's a very relaxed religious environment where it's just like everyone in the family is just assumed to be like Christian and really spiritual and pray even though we don't do it as a family and we don't go to church and mm-hmm. we would like pray like when I was really little we would pray before we, we like go to sleep oh yeah they're like now I lay me down yeah to sleep. that's when I was like in like that's when I was like five and then after I was five we like kind of stopped doing that because mm-hmm. I started putting myself to bed yeah oh god where was I going with this Oh, yeah. So I never actually read the Bible, like, ever. Like, I've never picked it up and was like, I'm going to read this. I have never once done that. Not even a kid's version. 
I like looked up various stories that I've heard people like mention and talk about so I can kind of know like what it is. But for the most part, everything I know about Christianity is word of mouth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because even when we did go to church, like half the service was in Greek. So I didn't know what the fuck they were saying. What the hell? So I learned all of my like morals and stuff and whatever from chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> chicken soup for the soul is great. I read so much chicken soup for the soul and in a way like I feel like that was my like Bible as a kid. I was like, okay, this is how I know like right from wrong and things to do and whatever morality and shit. It was mm-hmm. like all those books <laughs> instead. Dude, like, do you did you see by the way, this is like a little off topic, but you mentioned chicken soup for the soul and like the only thing that popped in my head was a giant fucking meme. Uh, there's this guy who he was the only guy who had a good time at Firefest, and apparently he, someone had a good time yeah, at no, Firefest. It was this guy who like won his tickets for free, and so he was like, "Man, watching rich people freak out because their luggage is being mishandled. It's like chicken soup for my fucking soul." <laughs> so Greek mythology. The Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just happens we, this is what happens when you barely get to see people <laughs> you know? it's true it's and then you finally true. get to interact in person and it's just like oh we're gonna go over here and over here and over here and over here so did anything in particular inspire you to pick greek mythology or just us i mean, constantly mentioning it <laughs> i i think last week definitely was like the final push i don't think i ever really considered it before honestly before last week and i was like Wait, why haven't we not? Why have we not done this? Yeah. But also, I was obsessed in middle school, especially mm-hmm. because, and I, I completely credit my history teachers for this because I had two in particular who loved Greek mythology. And you know how you spend like a day on this, a day on that, a day on this. You know, we spent like two weeks on Greek mythology. We watched like four movies. You know? Oh my god! Um, what then- movies? Uh, Jason and the Argonauts, which I now own because that movie was so fucking good. It's like, uh, it's not a Hallmark movie, but it's like definitely a made-for-TV movie that was filmed in parts, and I loved it. I was obsessed with it. I haven't Um, seen it. Oh, Troy. We were able to watch Troy. Oh. Yeah. But we had to skip, like, a lot. (laughs) <laughs> all the sex scenes they're like it, all the rest of this you're gonna have to watch at home we'll watch up to this part so you can see like who Helen of Troy was and like all this stuff oh uh, we we watched um Brad Odysseus Pitt. Brad Pitt was in yeah Brad Pitt was in it yeah Odysseus was another movie we watched but anyway my the Odyssey history, uh no Odysseus oh it's just called Odysseus yeah right? it was the story like, of the Odyssey yeah okay um and then at one point my favorite I will never forget it my favorite assignment I've ever had in my entire fucking life was create your own story about Greek mythology. Oh. Use the gods and what you know and make your own story about it. It can be, like, as realistic or as fictional as you want it to be. We did something like that in second grade. Really? Where we had to draw our own constellation. Oh. We had to create our own constellation, and then we had to create a story as to why that constellation is in the sky. That's cool. And it wasn't, but it didn't have to be actually, like, like, the Greek gods could be in it, but, like, I was a doofus and said it in, like, modern day, and uh-huh. it was about freeing animals from the zoo, and the constellation was a giraffe, and I just, like, it's, like, a hidden memory I forgot <laughs> I ever had. <laughs> I love the whole, like, create your own kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. It. it really makes it fun. Because we were reading The Magic Treehouse, and the second book, they go to ancient Greece. Oh, that's what it was. Oh my god, my memory is wild. How do I? I don't know. <laughs> it's just you get like one memory, and then it's like a domino. Effect. I hear something, and then I'm like, wait. 
I hang on. I know, I know this. this. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah. No, I uh, I made a story. Um, you know, because your parents used to always tell you you can't get in the water during a lightning storm. So I was <laughs> like, the reason that you can't do that is because Poseidon and Zeus are in a war. Poseidon killed one of Zeus's daughters after he slept with Poseidon's person on earth and they Poseidon had a woman on he earth had he had a girlfriend loving. yeah he had a girlfriend yeah, he had a girlfriend and then Zeus came down and kind of ruined it and like like he had does. a child with her and like the woman was distraught over it and it kind of you know messed her up and oh my gosh so Poseidon decided he would get back at him by killing the daughter and so Zeus and Poseidon whenever there's a lightning storm they just fight Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's, that's that's better than uh, angels bowling or whatever my mom told me. I, that's, I yeah. I, I, I do kind of remember that. I was just weird. really scared of thunder. Uh-huh. It just really freaked me out. It still freaks me out. To be fair, I know people who went and, like, surfed during hurricanes. So, yeah. like, it's probably, the like, very similar. I always think of that Keanu Reeves movie, Point Break. I don't think yeah. I ever saw that. Oh, wait. Was that Point Break when they had surfed during a, like, hurricane? Or am I thinking of something else? It's about surfing cops. It's... <laughs> what is this movie? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what? It's like Keanu Reeves and someone else, and they're just, like, they're cops, but they surf. And, like, oh, my God. <laughs> wait, is that just, like, how they blow off steam? They're just like, oh, man. Oh, this, it's... it's... This is the third prostitute murder this month. <laughs> I'm going to go rip... What is it called? Point Rippa, break. Rippa something. <laughs> what? I well, okay, I'm watching that. Yeah. I'm watching that this as week. a string of bizarre bank robberies in Southern California with the crooks donning masks of various former presidents, a federal agent, Johnny Utah, played by Keanu Reeves. And I'm sorry, did you say Johnny Tsunami? Johnny <laughs> like, Utah. What the hell? Infiltrates the suspected gang. But oh, by is, being a surfer. Yeah. Okay, so he's undercover as a surfer. But he's a good surfer, because he can actually surf. But this is no ordinary group of robbers. They're surfers, led by Patrick Swayze. (laughs) Patrick Swayze as a surfer, Keanu Reeves as a cop. Yeah. It makes him special, because he's probably not even that good of a cop, or he's probably, like, really low on the totem pole. (laughs) But they're like, you're the only one of us that can surf. It's your time to shine. And he's like, if I gotta hang ten... And that's what I'm gonna do. What, what's the what's a what's the police one? Uh, uh, what is it called? What's okay. like it's like a. Oh my god! I know there's a hang ten, and then oh, there's something okay. that cops say. Ten four. Okay, <laughs> I was struggling there. Right. Hey, I'm ten gonna, four. I'm gonna hang ten four. Gnarly. It took way too long. Um. Yeah. So Patrick Swayze is charismatic Bodie, and his name is Bodie. Bodie. Does he have a boat? I don't know. It's spelled like body. Like Bodie. I'm assuming it's pronounced Bodie. Like Adam Brody. But they're addicted the to the rush of thievery. But when Utah falls in love with a female surfer, Tyler, who is close to the gang, it complicates his sense of duty. (laughs) So anyways, uh, my brother and his friends, they're all like late 30s, so they are all very familiar with Point Break and Keanu Reeves in a way that like we're not. Right. Every single time I noticed when I would go with them if they were tailgating or doing anything that involved drinking, which is honestly most of their activities... If someone needed a refill on the drink, they'd go, hey, Utah. 
And I, for the longest time, pretended I knew what it meant. Uh-huh. But it's actually a reference. Hey, Oregon. But yeah, <laughs> but it's actually a reference to uh, Johnny Utah in Point Break, where there's a scene he gets up and someone goes, Hey, Utah, like, give me another one. Uh, and uh, somehow they've just incorporated that to be like everyday lingo for them. And that was like fascinating. Cool. cool. I, it's funny. I like think I am familiar with millennials as a whole. And then I'm like, oh, there's like, there's, there's like a whole other, brain. there's a whole set of millennials that I'm like, I wasn't there for we that. Subsets. <laughs> there's definitely subsets out there. Some people are calling us the ones born after, like, 92 and after, Zillennials, because we're so close to Gen Z. I'm Gen Z starts at, like, 95. Speaking of, I have to check out my AMC. <laughs> Our stock. <laughs> you, you got the AMC stock? Hey. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Down with hedge funds. <laughs> I tried to get the AMC stocks. Instead, I just actually invested in cannabis. Well, now I want to do that. I bought two no, shares. I, I definitely jumped on that horse way too late, but I How mean, did you get it? Did you not go through Robinhood? Oh, no, Robin because Hood this down. one right here has been investing, you know, forever and yeah. knows all the shit. And he knew about Wall Street bets before this shit ever happened. So, yeah. like, the second oh, it no, happened. Oh, no, my investments went down. Oh, no. My- it's because AMC and GameStop are popping off, which is great because I, I literally read this my earlier stocks. in a tweet where, like, all the millennials are investing in, like, all this nostalgic shit like AMC, Nokia, yeah. Blockbuster. Oh, Nokia was on the top GameStop. 100. Dude, stocks I saw this are. meme yesterday that I related to so hard. It was like, uh, once I figure stocks out, it's over for you, bitches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's over. It's done, please. Like, explain it like I'm five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, right. So, Greek mythology. <laughs> right. Tell me your stories, Kaylee. All right, yeah, we're just going to dive in here. So I found a lot of stories, and I just decided I was going to pick and choose a few of my favorites mm-hmm. and tell you about them. My first one really ties things together, especially oh, yeah. with, like, what the world is going through right now because we love nature. Yeah. So basically, this guy, he has a real fucking long name. Aristion. 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 We can look up that pronunciation. I did, and it was not helpful. <laughs> really? It was like, it spelled it in a different way, but that was still very hard to pronounce. Eris, Eris. Ik- right, I went to how to pronounce. Erisistan. That doesn't sound right, but what? that doesn't sound, okay, whatever. Erisistan doesn't sound right, but in, whatever, Google says so. Erisistan. Aries the con. What the I, fuck is that? Aries. 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 Yeah, that sounds. That Aries sounds- thick con. Yes. Aries. Aries thick con. <laughs> um. So Aries is thick. He's just this greedy motherfucker. He's real greedy, like a hedge fund manager. Um. Mm-hmm. And he decides that in order to make money, he's just gonna chop down all the trees in the kingdom. Like what? Your trees? Yeah. The fuck? Except the people who he's telling to do this, because God forbid he ever does it himself, um, they refuse to cut down this one tree that's covered with offerings to Demeter. So they refuse, and Ares Thickcon, he decides that he's just going to do it himself. You know, if these motherfuckers aren't going to listen to me, I'll do it my fucking self. Um, Well, what it turns out is that tree was a wood nymph, and so she curses... Uh, this Aries Thick Con to a life of eternal hunger. 
So this greed just turns into, instead of like a greed for money and power, it's just food. He can never consume enough. So so they turn his greed into gluttony? Yeah, basically. Okay. He eats through all the kingdom's resources, so his whole kingdom is de- depleted. He sells his daughter in order to get more food. This is the version that I like. There's different versions of this part. Um, some versions say that the wood nymph that, le- that lived in the tree just took form of his daughter and would just mm. kind of like reappear so he would keep selling her and selling her but she would like when she got sold she would just return and be like she wasn't accepted or some kind of shit it's weird yeah like why would they do that like they they didn't actually pay for it you know i fuck if i know but keep giving him food no so like the thing is he kept trying to sell her off to get resources but since oh and so they wouldn't give him the resources right because she so they were making real. the resources impossible to get. Yes. Okay. And so eventually he couldn't get any more and he decided that he would just feast on himself. I'm shocked he didn't eat his daughter. Right? But no, he just decides to eat himself. Oh. Eats the flesh off of his own body. Ew. I have not he heard He literally this. just like cannibalizes himself. Blech. Yeah. So I thought that was a good gruesome one. Also, this one is a throwback and I had to do it because... Of Jason the Argonauts from my fucking middle school days. Yeah, right. Medea. 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 She's a sorceress. She's the sorceress of Cocos. And she's the princess of Cocos when Jason of the Argonauts comes to town. And she falls in love with him. She just thinks he's the best thing since, I would say, sliced bread, but probably wine. Um, Probably. Yep. Um, so she betrays her family in order to help him. She's the princess, and she betrays them. She's like, no, fuck you. So betraying her family Jason is also my love. betraying the kingdom, too. Yeah. It's yeah, treason. it's basically just like, fuck you and everything you stand for, which is basically our country. I'm going to marry Jason. I'm going to kill my brothers, and then Jason's going to take over. Oh my God. And then we're going to rule you bitches. Jason sounds terrible. If um, he's like Jason's cool actually pretty... <laughs> but he's like, yeah, go kill your brothers so I can be king. I'm into this plan. I don't think he had much to do with it, to okay. be completely honest. I don't think he knew exactly what Medea was doing. Okay. It was more like, he was like, man, I really wish I could rule a country. And she's just like, don't worry, honey, I got you. And then she goes and kills her brother. <laughs> you can just rule my country. You can, I give you this. And like, so. Mom, I want to rule a country. We have ruling a country at home. <laughs> they have kids together. She like. She's in love with this man. She's like, I'm going to marry him. Things are going to be great. This is like the beginning of my new princess life. However, Jason has to flee to Thebes. I can't remember exactly what for. Um, and once he gets to flee. Thebes. 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 Oh, okay. So when they actually flee together to Thebes um, um, after she was a tre- treasonous whore. So Jason decides that he's gonna marry the princess in Thebes because she offers a little more and she's not treasonous. How is Jason not shitty? Okay, well, here's the thing. (laughs) So here's where I'm coming from in the sense that Jason probably is the victim in this situation. Okay. And this is rare that I will say this. Okay. You know know how rare this is. But to me, what it really seems like is he met Medea. Medea was all about that life. He was like, I really... These are my aspirations and my dreams. She took it very seriously. Killed her 
brothers and we're, and she was like come rule here and he was like well actually now we have to flee the fucking city because you just killed your own brothers and it's either you die or we leave and like what is wrong with you this isn't what i meant you know and so they flee to thebes and he finds this less crazy person but you know medea still had that good good for a little while which is why they had kids and then he gets to thebes meets person who's less crazy he wants his power he can get it without having to kill people and so he goes with it anyway Medea didn't like this well she killed her own family members before right so instead Medea sends the princess um a dress coated in poison so he she kills uh Jason's new wife I've heard that a dress coated in poison mm-hmm. oh well there was also the thing with Hercules I'm trying to remember yeah. that one. Hercules was a big buff dude. He killed all these monsters and all the ladies were like, oh, yeah, give me some of that. And so his wife didn't like that because he went for it. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. she dipped his robe no. in hydro poison. Um, but, yeah, so she did the same thing. She coated the mm-hmm. princess's dress in poison. And it's her. And then also uh, her father, because I guess she dipped his robes in poison as well. She was mm-hmm. like, fuck you and your whole family. If my family's going to die, yours is going to die too. <laughs> and so she kills her, kills the dad. And then the two children that she had with Jason. Oh, my God. She kills them. Of course. And leaves them for Jason. And just, just leaves the bodies. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And taunts him. While he's still alive with them. What a psycho. So he's literally lost everything. Like, talk about a vengeful woman. Jesus Christ. Hell hath no fucking fury. Talk about my crazy ex-girlfriend. Ain't no crazy ex-girlfriend like Medea. It's fuck wild. You know, good for her. Yeah, you know, (laughs) she didn't get what she wanted. Um, I'm just kidding. I do not. Uh, I do not condone. <laughs> I do not condone murdering your children for oh, revenge. Here's something. I don't have a lot of information on it because I fucking tried, but I could not find it. Dionysus was a fucking cult leader, god of wine and, and dancing. dancing, and he's just like, "Come to me. You're gonna dance and you're gonna drink and, and be, gonna a be great." And uh, he had like his right hand man. Right, who was like, I'm all about this. But then he starts asking questions and things get weird. <laughs> and so Dionysus and he Dionysus knows that he knows more than he should. And so Dionysus is like, Hey, let's party, get drunk, get drunk, get drunk. Hey, you wanna see something real cool? Tear off that guy's leg. Tear it off. Also his arm. Also, yeah, and he has the guy ripped apart. Like they the people literally rip apart his limbs. Oh um, because Dionysus is like do the thing. Hey. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my um, god. This really is fucking gruesome. Mm-hmm. Mine are not gruesome. Mine's just ridiculous. Okay. Achilles slayed enough people to fill up a dam in a river and then fights the river, which I'm just I'm just gonna throw <laughs> that out. How do you there. fight the river? I'm pretty sure you don't. You just kind of throw kicks at dead bodies. That are blocking a river. I have more. Amazing. Pan. Oh my God. Can we talk about Pan? You've seen yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So I'm picturing this as I'm reading this fucking story. Wait. Okay. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember Pan and Sabrina. He is half man, half goat. Wait. The Teenage Witch or Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Chilling Adventures. Okay. Let me like, let he me refresh from the my memory. season. Which by the way is the oh, best Oh, the Faye. I like the Faye season. Yeah. That's the best season of it. He's a nasty guy. 
He really is. I tried to get more info on him, but everybody's like, he's insignificant. He's insignificant. And I was like, well, Sabrina didn't think so. <sighs> There's stories about his birth that are kind of interesting. Okay. I don't know who Penelope is. Apparently, she's important. Some say that he's her son. It's Penelope's son because she was part of some crazy orgy with a bunch of different gods and goats. Or the gods were disguised as goats and raped her, like Zeus likes to do. No, it wasn't a rape thing. It was definitely like a bring it on kind of thing. Like, it was definitely consensual, and then it ended weird. Oh, it was Odysseus's wife. That's who Penelope is. And then some people say it was Aphrodite, who had Pan. Anyway, he's known for, like, tending sheep and sometimes fucking them. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, cuz. And yeah, what's up with the Greeks and that? Yeah, and then he basically <laughs> wanted to get with every single woman he ever saw. One day he finds a nymph named Syrinx. 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 I, I like Syrinx. Um, really wasn't, she was not about Pan. She was like, Pan kind of a creep. is the son of Zeus. So, so she didn't fuck a goat. She just, I guess, fucked Zeus, who might have been in a goat form. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Who, Real creepy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Strinx was not into him. She was like, you're creepy. You're half goat. I don't know how this happened. You know, you might be Zeus's kid. You might not be. Nobody really knows. And it really freaks me out. And also, you're just a creep. He decides that he's just going to stalk her. Instead of accepting. Like Phil and yeah. Hercules, how he chases after all the nymphs. Yep. And they want nothing to do with him. Yep, exactly like Oh that. my god, I didn't realize I was actually referencing anything actual. Yeah, so that turns out that that's what's going on. Oh my god. Yeah, this, <laughs> except this one gets a little dark because he fucking stalks her so much. She's so creeped out and she's so fed up with it that she gets a river guard to transform her into a bunch of reeds. She's just like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with this shit. I'm tired of being a hot wood nymph just because he has made it so unpleasant. Please turn me into a bunch of reeds. There's no way that he will lust after me. Well, she was fucking wrong. And this is what makes it so fucking creepy. So now she's powerless. She can't get away. She's just a bunch of reeds. She's like, oh, finally, relief. But no, he takes her and he decides that he's just going to carry her everywhere with him uh he used reeds to craft a flute which is today known as the pan flute for this reason oh my god it's literally just you know the bunch of reeds it's basically like all those sticks you know that you go yeah whoop, yeah i know whoop. what a flute i know what a pan okay. flute is he crafts her into a fucking musical instrument just so he can just like lick at it and like blow in it and shit Ew. just so he can have her in some way is she dead kind of because he cut her off of the river i I like to think of it as he crafted a instrument out of her bones. I would like to think of it that way, but like the creepy side of me is like, no, she got herself transformed thinking that he would never know and she was just going to live her life peaceful as a bunch of reeds. And he's a creepy ass and instead dick. she's just getting molested Illies. and licked at by him So day. the same thing happened with the nymph Daphne with, um, I think it's Apollo. Uh, you know how he has like the laurel wreath on his head that he wears? Mm-hmm. He was obsessed with her and she was trying to get away from him and she got turned into a laurel tree. And he picked the shit off of that and made a wreath, and that's why it represents him. Why are Greek men such creeps? I have no fucking clue. At least they acknowledge <laughs> that they're creeps. And, they're so creepy. You know, like, but yeah. That's something. And there's a lot of weird ones in here. Oh, did you know how centaurs are made? No, but I 
uh, know what centaurs do. Okay. Uh, I know that they rape women. Centaurs are not great. Like, I'm, I'm super convinced in Harry Potter they kept that canon about the centaurs. I'm completely convinced the rape part is in Harry Potter because of what happened to Dolores Umbridge and how it's completely mm-hmm. unexplainable. Mm-hmm. How, like, she physically seems fine but is mentally, like, really fucked up after just hanging out with centaurs for a night. Yep. But, like, Hermione Checks fucking out. did it on purpose. Yeah. Checks Fuck, out. Fucking brutal. Um, this one's weird, but I'm gonna get into it. The story goes that there is Ixion, who is in exile for certain crimes against fellow humans. Um, Zeus took pity on him and invited him to come to Olympus. He's just like, man, they did you dirty. Just come hang out at Olympus. You know, you'll you'll feel better. Once he was there, though, he saw Hera and became obsessed with fucking her. Um, so Zeus is like, I invite you here and you want to fuck my wife? How about this? I'm going to throw a test at you. So he creates a cloud version of Hera, which then Ixion fucks and then gets it pregnant. There's How a- does he get a cloud version <laughs> pregnant? Uh, Zeus was like, I'm going to make this cloud version didn't really think it's so through. realistic. It has it's- all of the body-, body organs to reproduce. Yeah, and then something came out and he's like, oh, I didn't. I didn't think this through completely. Zeus is such an idiot. Yeah. He is literally such a bro. Like Zeus such is such a bro. Zeus is like a Chad. It was like like the he lightning lightning alphas. Such a <laughs> fucking Chad of the Greek world. Like, are you kidding me? Like he is he is president of that fraternity that like roofies girls on the reg. He is just the worst Chad that ever Chad. Oh yeah. The chattiest Chad. The chattiest Chad that ever chatted. Um, so, anyway, Zeus became angry because his cloud got pregnant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he decided he was going to punish Ixion by transforming him into a giant flaming wheel. But what happened to the cloud baby? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Ixion got turned into a flaming wheel? He's the wheel? flaming wheel, which is then used to torture people later. He's just like, I'm sorry, I didn't ask. For this life, but they're just burning on him. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! The cloud baby is named Centaurus and is known for for mating a bunch with a bunch of horses. So Centaurus is born. He's just as horny as his dad, but he has a real knack. For horses. And so the centaur. Yep. Cloud baby had sex with horses and then came centaurs. So that makes the whole thing. There's a bunch of horny centaurs. The whole thing. The whole story is real weird. Okay. Kronos. Kronos is the god of time, isn't he? Or was he? He's, he's a god of a lot more. So he's the No, he's da- a titan god of the earth. So also he's the daddy of Zeus. Yeah, he's Zeus's dad. He's Zeus's dad. Back in the world is just beginning. Uh, there's a titan god named Kronos. He was birthed of a god named Uranus. Um, Wait, there was a god. I didn't know there were god. I did not know there were gods beyond the titan gods. I, I think Uranus was a titan god as well. Because I know it's Gaia and Kronos. Or Gaia and Kronos had children and that was uh, well, Zeus and Gaia's Earth. Poseidon. Because Gaia was supposed to be the Earth and then one is the sky. Is Kronos the sky? Mm-hmm. And so, like, they had four children, which was, like, Zeus, Hades, Poseidon, and, like, someone else. So here's the thing. I think you're right. There was just Kronos, but the reason that there was just Kronos is because Kronos, once he comes into the world, he's just like, I'm no longer baby, I lust for power. And so he cuts off his dad's penis, and he's like, you don't make any kids, I'm the only kid now. And then he has a bunch of kids. And then he got 
scared that his own kids were gonna overthrow would, would him. cut off his penis because he <laughs> cut off his penis. If only, no. He's like, they're gonna fucking cut off my dick and gun. The thing is, they were problem. Unfortunately, they were just little babies, and so Kronos eats them. They were actual infants. Yeah, so Kronos eats them. Oh. Except he has Zeus. He tries to eat him, and Zeus is like, nah, son, I ain't no regular baby. This is a lightning baby. Does Yeah, and he overthrows Kronos, and then he forces him to vomit up all his brothers. Who is Hades, Poseidon, everybody? Yeah, so Kronos ate them all, ate them all, and then Zeus was like, "Not today, motherfucker!" And, and then he's like, "Now puke, go!" And then all the babies came out, and they were totally fine. And that's why Zeus is like king of the whatever, is because he was the one to be able to not get eaten by Kronos, and that makes a little more sense to me mm-hmm. now. And that's why the Titans versus the gods happened too, because Kronos was the Titans and. Kronos was not okay with having to throw up all his babies. And so he's like, I'm going to fight you. And so Zeus of the gods and Kronos of the Titans, they just battled it out. And then Zeus won. Yeah, this one's weird too. Dionysus, his birth. I, I knew this one. I don't know if you know this one. I don't know so, much about I never looked into Dionysus. Dionysus, is it's a weird one. So basically, have you seen that, um, that anime that's on Netflix? What's it called? There's multiple God of or God of something or Zeus something. The one about the Greek gods. Um, the one that was made by the Castlevania people. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I did watch it because I heard while the art is good, the story is bad. Okay, I like the first couple episodes, but to be fair, I have not gotten that far. Yeah, I heard. I heard overall, it's bad. It's basically kind of like that story. So Zeus uh, finds a hot Earth chick, as he does. Yeah, as he does, and he transforms they get it down and dirty he's completely like head over heels for this earth girl he swears to her that he'll do whatever she asks he's just so in love with her Hera finds out about it she's not cool with it and she's like no 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 no, no. that's that's not right she becomes pregnant with a child Hera's not happy about it so like the the goddess of monogamy marries Zeus and it's just a shit show which is just the most CW thing thing. to happen you cannot tell me that this is not a like made for teens Greek Oh my god! To yeah. get them into religion, it was like you know that's what you need to fucking do. You want more kids into Christianity? You create a fucking CW show that is like based around the gods of Christianity and get them into that shit. It's actually the closest I've ever had any book ever get me to learn anything about Christianity was a uh, satire book by one of my favorite authors, Christopher Moore. He writes exclusively comedy supernatural books. So all the books are centered around like supernatural monsters, but they're Mm -hmm. all comedic. But anyways, Christopher Moore wrote this book called Lamb, the Gospel of Biff, Christ's Childhood's Best Friend. People in modern day stopped believing in Christianity because they started questioning and being like, no more new gospels have come out. There's no more prophets. Like, none of this stuff happens anymore. Like, don't think any of this is real. Like, there's no new addition to the Bible. Like, why are we supposed to believe in any of this? Like, it probably is all made up. Plus, literally between Jesus's birth to being 30 is missing of his life in the book. Like, it's not covered in the Bible. What did he do in his teen years? What did he do as a child? So Christopher Moore wrote this book to fill in the blanks of Jesus' teen years. It's so good. It's hysterical. And it has, like... Bible Belters fucking hate it. It is chock full of just so many biblical references that I... 
probably only know like the tip of the iceberg of because I didn't actually ever read the Bible or really pay attention in church or go really. But like, so these angels were sent down to earth, brought back Biff as a person. That was his nickname, Biff. And he's just this, he's just this <laughs> shithead, like, yeah, what's up, dude? Who's just, yeah, like, best up, friends with Jesus? You got beef with Biff? You got beef with Biff? <laughs> <laughs> so this one angel and Biff are hanging out in a hotel room, and they're not allowed to leave until Biff, like, finishes his gospel of, like, Jesus' life so they can release it and add it to the Bible. Right. So it's funny, because when it cuts back to him writing it, you know, this angel's experiencing free will for the first time in its life. So it's addicted to television and is addicted Hell to yeah. soap operas. And, Absolutely. And like, and like thinks it's real. And that's how people operate and is like obsessed with it. And it's like, these humans are great. <laughs> they're like, this is awesome. And they just keep ordering like junk foods, like, like if it's food service delivered to the hotel. Like, oh my God, I can Uber Eats this over here? This is insane. <laughs> yeah. The author, you could tell, tried to keep Jesus canon to Jesus, right? He tried to keep the whole like, no, no, he's, you know. He's real special. He's, he's special. He's aware he has a higher power. He's aware that there's you know, human things he can't indulge in and knew that even as a young age. So he makes Biff do it so he can live vicariously through Biff. Hey, hey, hey. Like Biff gets syphilis because Jesus wants to know what it's like to have sex, but feels like just deep down feels like it's just wrong for him to do it. So he like hires prostitutes to like fuck his friends. Go with it, Biff. And Biff is just like, and so Jesus is, like, on the other side of, like, a curtain while Biff's trying to explain what's happening. Like, and now the insertion. Oh. 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 Well, this is. <laughs> and, like, Biff gets syphilis. <laughs> this part is not great, Jesus. Ten, zero out of ten. Don't recommend. He was like, my dick feels funny. <laughs> okay. So, um, in the book, though, Jesus' name is, uh... Joshua, because that's actually what Jesus' name is. So the reason why we call him Jesus is because when the Bible was translated from Hebrew to Greek, they translated the name too. So Jesus is a Greek name. His name is actually Joshua, is what Jesus' name is like technically actually is. So he's like Josh and Joshua in the whole book. But my favorite, my favorite, 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 favorite part is actually in the very beginning where Jesus grew up in a village where a bunch of other women saw that Mary was like, yeah, my child's a son of God. And all these women who had children out of wedlock were like, so are mine. My children is a son of God, too. Whoa, wow, what a coincidence. Don't, There's don't, a, don't. We got a fucking Zeus on our hands, ladies. Let's not freak out. It's okay. And they were like, don't stone me. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do letter. anything wrong. My child is a prophet, just like Mary's. Yeah. <laughs> And they were, and on the off chance that all of these kids, that one of them happened to be a prophet, like no one murdered these women. But they were all like, "Yeah, I did not fuck you, some other man." Listen to what? him. <laughs> His first word was, "Don't kill me." <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So let's so, so okay. continue back to Greek mythology. Back to, though. Back it's to so good. It's so good. Back to Earth. So Simile, uh, fall. Just falls head over heels, gets her pregnant. Hera finds out about it. She's like, you know, you don't know who he really is. 
you should ask him. Just go to him, girlfriend. Just say, I need to see what you really look like. This is wrong because he can't treat you like that. He really can't. Somebody's like, you know what? You're fucking right. I don't need this. I don't need this kind of behavior. You know what? If you're going to be my boyfriend, I need to see your real face. And Zeus is like, look, I said I would do whatever you asked, but are you sure? Because, like, this could potentially kill you. And she's just like, no. Oh, because God's true form could kill a person. Yeah. So she's like, no, I need to know. It's wrong. And so he's just like, all right, here's me. And he's so glorious and so magnificent that she dies. And he is like, well, you're not going to kill our kid. So he cuts a baby from her tummy. Oh, God. And then puts it in his thigh. Because he he's like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, thick thigh saves lives, but thick tummies apparently are frowned upon in Greece. Well, so. I think I think Zeus was just like, I'm no woman. And I think also Harem would have been mad if he had done that because the it's form like, of birth is probably sacred. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Like like some sort of like vaginal. It's probably tummy less birth. of an aesthetic thing and more of a I'm not gonna get in trouble. And he probably could hide yeah. it under his robe better. That's mm. something Hera couldn't figure it out if it's covered up if by it's robes. In robes. And he's got meaty thighs. So really he's just got this baby up in his thigh. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's born into the world, and it's like, all I want to do is party! <laughs> What's up, bitches? Let's get oh, drunk! I'm Dionysus! I got the finest arbors! Like, it, yeah, so... The finest arbors? I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones, so the arbor wine. So, yeah, so that's how he was born. So we've heard of restoring your um, hymen. Yeah, you can restore your hymen. It's like a it's like a surgical process. It's not great. But why would you do that? You can. The point is, I don't know. So why, you can hurt it again. But you can. Anyway, Hera restores her own virginity. She bathes with people. She has like a certain bath. It's a kind of water. I think. Um, do men get to restore their virginity? No. I hate that uh, though. Anyway, you know how it is. Yeah. Anyway, Hera can always be like, actually, I'm a virgin. And no one can say otherwise because she literally gets her virginity restored on a regular basis. I personally, I don't know why you would want to do that. It's like a man run thing because I can't think of a single virgin woman who has ever been like, yeah, I'd relive that. I'd relive having my virginity taken. Like, mm. I mean, the hymen surgery thing confuses me more. more. Yeah. Because like... I broke my hymen on a bicycle by accident when I was, like, nine. Mm-hmm. And that shit fucking hurt, like, real bad. I was, like, I, I thought, I was, like, I thought I was going to throw up. I was, like, what happened? <laughs> I was so mad. So, I didn't realize until way, 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 way later that that's what that event was. <laughs> because how could I know at the time? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's all the stories I got. Okay. I got, yeah, I got some for you. That's it. My main, main one is The Legend of the Minotaur. Okay. Which, yeah. boy, do I love this fucking story. Because it is one of the dumbest motherfucking stories. There's no point to it. So, <laughs> yeah, I know very little about Minotaur. I know something vague about Minotaurs, but I definitely don't okay. know. So, do 
you know tampons do not break the hymen. I just want to throw this out there. No. <laughs> that is not tampons are not. Are you kidding me? No. Horseback riding can. Horseback riding can. And did. And riding a bicycle can. Yep. And did. Yep. <laughs> there has to be a lot of blunt trauma force. Which there was when I fell that day. Very hard. I fell. I could not walk. It was bad. In my own driveway, I was like, I can't get up the stairs of my deck. It was bad. Anyways, that's not the point. Point is that's painful. So the fucking Minotaur, though. Mm. So remember when I randomly like blurted like cows are related to dolphins? (laughs) And we were confused as to why I thought that for some reason. I definitely don't remember this, but great to relive it. So, for some reason, very good portion of my life, I believe dolphins and cows are, like, related. Prior studies have indicated that whales, along with dolphins and porpoises, are rather closely related to hoofed mammals with an even number of toes. That group includes pigs, hippos, camels, cows, deer, giraffes, and sheep. So I also realized by re-researching this story that I know and love is that I did always actually kind of know that cows and bulls are a sacred animal to Poseidon, the god of the sea, which I think is why it's just been really been ingrained in my mind that cows are related to like aquatic animals. Okay. So King, I don't know if it's Minos or Minos. I'm going to say Minos. That's probably, it's probably Minos. After ascending to the throne, he had brothers, probably killed them. Honestly, that part's not really important. The important part is that to know that he will kill a motherfucker in cold blood, even if it's your brother. Yeah. And became king. Through all of this, he really needed the gods' help in order to truly ascend... And so he, so he worshipped and prayed to Poseidon specifically and, like, wanted help from Poseidon. And he worshipped Poseidon and asked Poseidon, like, hey, man, could you just send me, like, a solid, white, beautiful bull to show me that, like, we're chill and on the same side. We're, We're fucking chill. And I'm also... Probably gonna use it to mate with the cows so we can make some dope baby cows. It's gonna be the hottest cows you've ever seen. We need the hottest bull ever. I'm asking for the Jason Momoa (laughs) of fucking bulls. bulls. (laughs) It's gotta be great. It's gotta be hot. All the cows gotta want them, and then yeah. And so Poseidon was like, "Bruh, I got you. I'm sending this to you as a symbol of my like, I got you vibes." I respect the quest. But here's the thing. I need it back. So you just have to sacrifice it to me, and it'll come back to me, I guess, spiritually. Okay. And um, you have to do that. So he was like, yeah, dope. I got you. So he sends this snow white bull, and my nose is like, oh, my God, this bull is hot. This is the hottest. This is the hottest bull I've ever seen. I gotta keep it so it can fuck all my cows. I just gotta, like, I just gotta. So I'm gonna find this other white bull I found. Oh no, sir! And sacrifice that in your name and hope you just don't notice, sir. (laughs) Did you never hear the tale of Santa Claus and he has nothing on Poseidon? And Poseidon is like... He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you are keeping his bulls. Mm-hmm. So Poseidon is like, bitch, you think I don't know the difference? 
You think I didn't send you the cream of the fucking crop? And you send me this shit back? I'm pissed. You know what? You know what? Keep your bull. I'm gonna I'm a come up with a better revenge. And he goes to Aphrodite and he's like, hey, this guy did me dirty. I need you to help me out. And she's like, I got you. And they team up and they send the hottest cow. No, no, no. So his wife. <laughs> oh, his <laughs> wife wants to fuck the bull. His wife is like, this is the hottest bull. You are correct, sir. And it's so- the only thing I want. <laughs> yes. So his wife. Pacifier. They were like, you were going to have the most uncontrollable, crazy ass motherfucking urge to want nothing but to fuck this bull. Just to fuck the shit out of it. Did they make a Trojan bull so she could get fucked? (laughs) So she goes to this (laughs) architect. She's like, I need you. Look, I can't explain this to you, but But I need you to make a wooden cow that appears to look like a cow so that I can get fucked by this other cow. I'm literally crying. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pasiphae goes to the craftsman, Daedalus, and is like, and Daedalus is like, top shit, like, head of his class. He, he literally helped invent the compass, like, he is there. Daedalus is like, (laughs) also, you're the queen, so I kind of can't say no. I can't say no to you. And she's like, I need you to craft me this beautiful, like, cow, like, like, female, like, cow, but like, I need these very convenient holes in it. Yes. And he's like, weird, but okay, I'm not going to ask questions and I'll just do this because you're the queen. So he does. And she just puts it in the field and just gets in it. And sure enough, this bull is like, that's a hot fucking cow. I fucked all these other cows. Now I got to fuck this cow. This cow's new. Got to see what it's about. Yeah. And so uh, she, she fucks the bull. The bull fucks her and they have a great time, I guess. And she gets pregnant, and she doesn't say no- she don't she don't say nothing. The She's up. just like great, loved it, yes, yeah, yeah exactly she, what I wanted. She don't she don't say nothing. And after having like fucked the bull the one time, like the spell's pretty much broken. She doesn't really like you know want to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like oh, it's a one time thing. It's just the once. I just had to get it one and done. Yeah, and so. uh... <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my god, she's pregnant. There's going to be, like, an heir to the throne. It's, like, a big fucking deal. The queen is pregnant. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And she's like, yeah. And just hopes for the best. And out comes out this, like, weird-ass baby body with a bull head. And King Minos is like, what? This... Because this takes fucking the mailman to a whole other fucking level. It's like he comes out blonde of hair, like a straight up Joffrey Baratheon, except this one's like a straight up giveaway. Like, why does our son look so much like this really sexy bull that I just got? (laughs) But it's a literal, it wasn't like born as like a grown man minotaur. It was a baby. And she's like, but daddy... I love him. And, and, <laughs> but Daddy, I love him! <laughs> and Nurse is the Minotaur and is protective of her baby, Minotaur. So it's named Minnow after King Minos. Right. She's like, we're going to name him after you. It'll make him better. <laughs> <laughs> and Tar after, like, Taurine for, like, bull semen. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, it's really just like you and the 
this if if I could combine you and this really sexy ball. Yeah, it's like it's you and some well, ball like- semen. <laughs> That's what this baby is. It's fucking uh, fine. And he's like, I can't kill it because it literally belongs to the god that I've already fucked over. Which I do need you to know that, uh, old, remember old school energy drinks, Monster, when we were like 12 and they were like, yeah, taurine. It was an actual derivative chemical taken out of actual bull semen. I need you to know that. I did not drink these things. You didn't drink Monster? No, not when I was young. Because, like, I remember that being a joke at my middle school and all of us being like, there's no way that's real. It's real. And it was. And it happened. Google oh. it. Have fun with that Google trip. Anyways. So. <laughs> well, that's fun for all our listeners. You might. I mean, we eat <laughs> things that come from bugs and we just don't know it because they're not going to advertise it. If you've had monster in the past. <laughs> like 20 years. 20 years. You may be entitled for compensation. <laughs> So, yeah, anyways, Pacifay is like, no, 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 this is my baby, and I'm going to nurse it, which, can you imagine, like, nursing something with a fucking bull cow head on your booty? I feel like you would be dehydrated all the time. I don't really know. She must have the longest nipples of any woman. She, they actually turned into udders. I mean, they had to have in order to nurse this thing yeah unfortunately the minotaur has no natural source of nourishment and thus devoured humans when it grew up as sustenance so it was like i actually really just want to eat people and everyone was like oh no i am no longer baby oh no this is not what we thought maybe you could be like a peaceful thing we set off in the woods maybe like pan which also isn't peaceful but like it's a little better you're gonna be a rapey cow one day yeah we thought you were gonna be a rape cow man we didn't think you were gonna be like a cannibal so minos of course went to an oracle in delphi and was like my life is in shambles with the flying fuck Mm -hmm. the oracle was like this is what you gotta do build a crazy ass intricate labyrinth because you technically can't kill it because it's technically a dimmy dimmy god because it's son of a bull that was cherished by a god therefore is technically part of that god's cherished offspring right so you can't you can't kill it but, but you can put in a big old maze you can put in a big old weird ass maze and leave it there and hope no one finds it and it can't find its way out and so he goes back to Daedalus, who is the same man who built the wooden cow for his wife and was like, you made this mess. You're going to have to clean it up. You're going to clean it up and build me this crazy ass labyrinth to put this creature into so we can forget it ever existed. And I want it so deep in there that I don't even want people to think it really exists. I want people to think this thing is a weird legend that is probably fake. And so he did. Basically, people were, like, fucking upset over the existence of this minotaur. Minos went out to have more children, and so, um, Androgeus, uh, was killed by the Athenians, who were jealous of the victories he had. Like, basically, this guy's family is just fucking problematic. (laughs) I think every 
pretty much every family, including the gods' families, yeah. are all problematic. There's various theories as to how Androgeus died. Some say it was due to jealousy, due to victories he won at the Pantheotic Festivals. Others say he was killed at um, a marathon by the Cretan bull, his mother's former Taurian lover. They call it the Cretan bull over time, by the way. Some people think that the bull like just killed this dude. <laughs> The common tradition holds that Minos waged and won a war to avenge the death of his son. Catullus, in his account of the Minotaur's birth, refers to another version in which Athens was compelled by the cruel plague to pay penalties for the killing of Androgeon. Minos required that seven Athenian youths and seven maidens drawn by lots be sent every seventh or ninth year into the labyrinth to be devoured by the Minotaur in hopes that to appease the Minotaur so it doesn't do anything to, like, break out. It's just like, fine, I accept this punishment since I'm getting a bunch of shit. So when the third sacrifice approached, um, that's when Theseus volunteered to be like, what if I just kill it? And we stop doing that. We'll just be done with this whole fucking thing. What if we just fucking kill it? And they're like, if you can, I guess go for it. And so he promised his father, who was Aegeus, that who, so he's like the grandson of Minos, that he would put up a white sail on his journey back home if he was successful, because he had to sail out, because, um... The Labyrinth is on an island. It's a little small Greek island that nobody fucking goes to. And, uh, do 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 And he would put up black sails. And, uh, but he would have his crew put up black sails as a symbol if he was murdered in the process. And so in Crete, Minos' daughter, I mean, this dude had a lot of fucking kids. I guess he really had to make up for this Minotaur child. Uh, he was like, no, 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 no. But this time I'll get it right. So basically, Ariadne. Oh, his aunt? That makes sense. Fell madly in love with Theseus and helped him navigate the labyrinth. Oops. So, in most accounts, so that's a big Game of Thrones moment there. Oh, yeah. An aunt and her nephew, greatest romance story of our time, am I right? Yikes. Woof. Almost. In most accounts, she gave him a ball of thread, which is a golden thread that would glow in the dark, allowing him to retrace his path. Right. Um, according to various classical sources and representations, Theseus killed the Minotaur with his bare hands. Or a club, or a sword. Uh, pro- <laughs> probably a sword. Probably wasn't his bare hands. Probably multiple people probably helped him. He then led the Athenians out of the labyrinth, which means those people weren't eaten. Okay, whatever. And then sailed with uh, Aradne away from Crete on um, the way home. He abandoned Aradne on the island of Naxos and continued to Athens because he was like, thanks, bitch. Bye. Yeah, bye. Was that the aunt? Yeah. She was like, thanks for being my super creepy aunt. Okay, bye. He was like, thanks for helping me. Bye. I don't need you anymore. What the fuck was that, my dude? Woof. Yeah, he, he abandons her on the island of Naxos, continues to Athens. Um... He neglected, however, to put up the white sail because he forgot. He said he was going to do that. King Aegis, because at that point, um, Aegis had ascended to the throne because Minos had died because time. Right. <laughs> um, so King Aegis, from his lookout on Cape Sonion, saw a black-sailed ship. They coincidentally just forgot to switch out the sails, presuming his son was dead and he committed suicide. By throwing himself into the sea that is since named after him. And therefore Theseus became king. 
because his dad committed suicide. So I'm wondering if maybe he was like, I'm just not going to put up the white sails. Mm. And maybe I'll be king when I come back. Because he's a real creep anyway. So. Yeah. And what's the lesson we learned here? No, Don't nothing. Don't fuck a bull. Cows? I guess return things you borrow. Return things. Return things that you borrow. If you borrow a really nice thing and your friend's like, hey, return it. And you're like, I'm going to give you a fake. They will know the difference. And I guess they will exact re- revenge on you. Yeah, return your shit. Otherwise, your wife might fuck it later. It's true. It's true. She might. And you she know? might get impregnated by whatever it is. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, I don't have time for my next story, but I just want to say it. Medusa, snake hair lady, is a fucking victim. She's a queen. She's a fucking victim who did not deserve any of the shit given to her and should not be portrayed as a villain, honestly. I've never thought of her as a villain. I've always thought of her as, like, I did growing up because of how, like, Medusa's always portrayed in uh, TV and movies and just media in general, and, like, people only talk about the Perseus part of the story and not how she actually became who she is, the Gorgon. Right. I remember growing up, like, I knew the story of Perseus going to, like, slay her and shit and all that. And shield is, like, a mirror and whatever. Right. But, like... She wasn't bothering nobody. She was doing her own thing. Also, she was raped and yeah. then was punished for being raped. Those, like, what the fuck? Those people that she turned into stone, I guarantee you they fucking deserved it. Yeah, so Medusa is a queen who should be loved and just remembered and worshipped. And she's just trying. she's just trying to live her life. Trying to make the best of things in her cave. People kept showing up to murder her. And she's like, no. I'm not just going to allow this. I've already had a very hard life, sir. Also, I you turn to stone when I look at you against my own will. So I no, can't I'm control, control that. I yeah. am not in control as of this as ability. Concerned. You did this to yourself because you knew. You knew. And you did it anyway. And you showed up. So I just. You know? And that's what I have to say about that. I was going to go into a whole thing, but I think we all already know. I think we're all very familiar with the story of Mm -hmm. Medusa and this bitch-ass fucking... What is, like, a beta version of a Chad? Like, what's the name of that? Because that's what Perseus is. A Kyle. A Kyle. It's fucking Kyle. (laughs) Fucking Perseus. Goddamn Kyle's like, yeah, babe, I'll go fucking slay this... Murdissa. I'll go, I'll go do that, I guess. Yeah. Oh my god. Honestly, I think the gods helped him just to put her out of her misery. To be like, she didn't deserve this. Let's help her out. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bunch of other mythologies that are my favorites, but they're not gruesome. So, uh, but if you have the time, uh, my favorite just cutesy story is um, Cupid and Psyche, or Eros and Psyche. Which means, like, their names literally translate to love and soul. But, uh, long story short, I'm positive that that is actually the story Cinderella is based off of. Hmm. 
just because there's a lot of parallels. Also, I think there's some Beauty and the Beast uh, inspired in there as well. It's a lot of fairy tale, like fun love story vibes with that one. Um, this girl is just so fucking hot that everyone's like, well, you must be hotter than Aphrodite. And Aphrodite's like, no, no. We punish her now. Yeah, like, no one says that and then lives. And she sends Cupid down, or Eros down, to shoot an arrow into her to force her to fall in love with the most hideous beast on the planet. Mm-hmm. Because after I was just so pissed, and Cupid, in turn, was not able to bring himself to do that because he fell in love with her mm-hmm. upon looking at her. And so, uh, due to this, the story was that she was supposed to be banished to, like, this place on a hill to live with this hideous beast forever that she supposedly was supposed to be in love with anyways because the arrow. Mm-hmm. So Cupid was like, yeah, Mom, I did that. Yeah. And it's just me. Turns out it's just me. It's just She's me. Just me. We're together forever now. Except that he did not pierce her with any arrows at all because he wanted her to love him honestly. Aww. But he was scared that she would worship him as a god instead of love him as an equal. Mm-hmm. So he instead would not show himself to her. She was like brought to this hill where she thought she was gonna fucking die or be devoured by some demon. She didn't know what the fuck was happening to her. Instead, some winds were swept her away to this beautiful palace, like, fit for, like, 12 queens or some crazy-ass shit. Mm -hmm. Like, like a goddess palace, essentially. And she's like, oh my god. And it's basically like a Beauty and the Beast palace where, like, there's just a bunch of food there, and it just shows up. Like, there's music playing. It's like, maybe this is And this place is alive. And, um, she can hear, like, the voice of her husband, but cannot see him. And at nighttime, she can, like, kind of feel him, but they can be next to each other and they talk all night and whatever. But, like, she doesn't really know what he looks like or anything like that. And it's just because he wants her to love him, like, for who he is and not, like, who he is. Like, not, not like, for being a god or anything. Right. And um, I like how I'm just telling this fucking story anyways, because that's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I do. That's what I do here, guys. I'm like, I can't tell a story. Let me tell it real quick. Her sisters come to visit because they just feel so bad for her and how she is just banished. Her, their beautiful sister, who they've always been really fucking jealous of, even though they're, they're also beautiful and married off to kings. That was part of Psyche's tragic beauty, was that she was so beautiful, no man ever tried to get with her. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, oh, she's on my league. I couldn't even try. Yeah, it's kind of like that nine-foot vampire goth girlfriend that everybody's just yeah, like, the eight-foot I goth would girl. let her step on me. It was like, yeah, because you would you would literally not approach her in any other way. So. In any other way, yeah. And so that's how everyone was to this girl. They were like, you're beautiful, so while I worship you, I'm going to marry this other very attainable woman in my eyes. <laughs> and she was very lonely. Her sisters were so jealous because they thought they were just doing her a favor coming to visit. And they were so jealous when they found out they had this beautiful palace and that she's actually in love. They were, like, just fucking furious. And they were like, well, you don't know what he looks like. He could be this gross, disgusting beast. And that's probably why he doesn't show himself to you is because of that. He's, like, scared you'll hate him. So um, he's probably going to eat you soon and you're going to die. You should figure that out. Mm-hmm. And they got to her, and she was like, oh, my God. And this is one of my favorite statues in the Louvre. Um, it's, it's called Psyche and Cupid is the name of the statue. And um, and she like, asks him, and she's like, hey, can I, like, see what you look like? And he's like, no, I'm not ready for that. So, no. And, like, I'd really appreciate it if you respect me. 
and my decision and don't betray my trust by trying any funny business. And she's like, oh my God, no, I would never. So she gets an oil lantern and lights it and sees the most beautiful man she's ever seen in her entire fucking life and realizes exactly who it is and is like, oh my God, I've literally fell in love with the literal God of love. But right as she like went to blow the light out, a drip of oil from the lantern fell onto him and burned his skin. He woke up. His heart was broken by the broken trust between mm. them. And he was just like, I just can't be with you. You've completely broken my trust. And she's just heartbroken and super upset. And she goes to Aphrodite, knowing Aphrodite is his mom. And Aphrodite fucking hates this bitch, but she doesn't know that. And Aphrodite's like, I'm going to give you three completely impossible tasks to do. And, like, maybe I'll consider. And so Aphrodite is being, like, mama bear to this crybaby to the point to where she's like, so you just go in your room, honey, locks the door, Mm -hmm. can't leave. And it's just like, she's awful, she's terrible, just stay. Like, very Cersei vibes, Game of Thrones, hardcore, hardcore Cersei. Let me pull you out of battle and you're just going to be in there. And so the tasks is what's similar to Cinderella in the original story. Cinderella had to, like, do, like, these really difficult, impossible tasks in order to be have time to go to the ball. Mm-hmm. One of those was um, the soot. One of Cinderella's tasks was that she had to um, organize the seeds and sand and grains out of, like, the soot in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And that was one of Psyche's tasks by Aphrodite. And the mice felt bad and came out to help her, and they organized it. Mm-hmm. And, like, animals kept coming to her aid because they just felt bad. They are like, this is bitchy. Like, yeah, like, we're this gonna, sucks. We're just going to fucking help you. One was that she had to collect cotton from a golden ram that exists on, like, this impossible plane or, like, gather water from this waterfall that's, like, impossible to get to unless you could fly and, like, a bird got it and, like, all this shit. So where Aphrodite's like, what the fuck? Like, she's not even getting the help of gods. It's literal animals mm-hmm. <laughs> who are just helping her. And Aphrodite's like, the, okay. So Aphrodite's just like, you know what? I've just decided you're a bitch and I don't like you. So you can just rot here, I guess. My son hates you, so you can just fuck off. The god Hermes, the messenger god, like, sees this and just feels really bad. And he's like, she's done so much to try to prove that she's, like, loyal to this guy. And so he goes to the window of Eros, Eros, who is, like, crying in bed, I guess, locked in his room. Real fucking sad. Real fucking sad. That is true love, like, could never truly love him and trust him. And then my chemical romance was born. (laughs) And so Hermes is like, hey, so she just did all of this shit and your mom's a fucking bitch. And he's like, I knew it. And so he goes and flies to her, and he's like, just kidding, I love you. And that's the statue. The statue is him coming back to her after she's, like, all upset and whatever. And it's, like, this really – like, the way they put it in the museum is, like, a really pretty placement, and I love it. Aphrodite finally gives in. Hera, or or whoever the fuck it is, I don't remember. Probably Hera. Grants her with immortality so that they can be together forever. That is a story of heart and soul, essentially, is, like, what they're supposed to be. Aww, like, love sweet. and, like, soul is, like, what Psyche is supposed to represent. Right. It's soul. And it's just cute, and I love it. No. And with that, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, Less creepy this time, more gruesome. With all kind of gruesome, yeah. kind of wholesome, a, little, a lot of sums. We ended on a lighter note. Mm-hmm. 
But a woman still fucked a bull and was, was and was happy about it. Fucked a bull. It That's was, what we should really take away. And from she this. was into it, and it was like okay. She got what she wanted in the end. So oh, she did. Yeah, she. Woof. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. I have yep. no idea what topic I want to pick, so I'm gonna have to think about that. But yeah, as always, you can you know send us stuff. Send us stuff. Like send stories. Us stories. Send yeah. Us stories. Send us ideas. Yeah, yeah. I love when if people send topics stuff to be, and ideas. Yeah, if you want a, like a topic that you think is cool, that would be awesome. That would be super fun. Helpful. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You can check us out on our social media. Um, we're Twitter, ki- on, kind of. We are technically on Twitter. I just don't use it much because I'm bad at it. Sorry. I'm just not the best at social media, and I just want to hyper-apologize for that. Same. But we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook because we're old fucking millennial ladies mm-hmm. or zillennials, whatever. Zillennial. What the fuck ever you want to leave us. Whatever you want to say. Generations are a concept. They're not real anyways. Mm-hmm. So keep it creepy, y'all. Keep it creepy. Music by freestockmusic.com. For blog posts showing visuals for each episode, you can find our blog at cotmpodcast.com. If you'd like to help support us and receive discounts and loyalty rewards, become a patron at patreon.com slash coronthemacabre. We record every episode live Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash thetigerwizard. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast app or site, please let us know and we'll fix that. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram for updates on episodes, blog posts, and special events. And don't forget, keep it creepy.